Ladies and gentlemen, boys and baby girls, welcome again to another exciting episode of the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your host, Cameron Barry at the helm. And with me, as always, is our resident comedian, Anthony Barrera. How you doing, sir? What's up? It's your boy on Baphomet. And also with us today, Monterey Bay comic, Michael Booth. What's up, dude? Oh, my goodness. So glad to have you guys here. Anthony, what's been fresh? What's been new? It's been a while. It's been a minute. Holy shit, man. Uh, well, I quit my job. Oh, fresh yeah. start. God damn. Fresh, fresh start. I was there what, for three years. What's the new job? Huh? What's the, what's the new job? Oh, it's the same thing, but just at a different place. Oh, nice. Um, nice. But it's a, cra- it's a crazy story of how I quit. Mm, okay. Same shit, different day. Yeah. There's nothing a, there's, there's ten thousand country songs behind that. Like, nothing. I can't changed. wait to hear the deets. What deets you got? Can you can you can you spill any beans? All right. So you know, I had a I had a I had a job hosting the XL Comedy Show, which mm. was very successful. It was a very uh, successful show. Um, Selena's right. Yeah, Selena's that place. And uh, I was at, you know I was at work like two weeks before then, and I requested the day off. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need that day. Sorry, I gotta go out there. It's all me time. You know what I'm saying? Do yeah. the team thing. It's all about this brand, baby. Um, I was like, all right, dude, I got you. Sure. Two weeks later, the day before, on Friday, he's like, yo, I need you to work in the morning. And uh, that's, that's not when the show is, that. right? That's not when the show is. That's not when the show is. Okay. And he's like, I didn't have to do that for you. I could have made you work the two to ten, and you would have had to have done it. I want you to know that. What a kind master. And I just sat there. What? <laughs> what a kind lord and master of him to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I was fucked up. fucking furious. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I didn't show it on my face, obviously. I just kind of stood there and took it. What'd you do? And I was like, oh, What'd thanks, man. I really appreciate you doing that for me. I really appreciate that. Was it super sarcastic? No, I said it, I said it sincerely. What? Because I was already plotting, dude. I was already mm. plotting my revenge. Keep it cold. I see the schedule for the next week. He's got me booked at like the like MVP like prime spot where like shit needs to get done, right? Mm. Prime time shit. I text him like the day like Mm -hmm. of the show. I was like, "Yo, I quit. Be there on Friday to pick up my check." (laughs) 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 That's the best way to quit. If you don't quit with a, I don't know what. Oh, he was pissed. Did he, did he throw any back at you? Yeah, he, he threatened me a little bit, but a little shade, a little, shade. A little, shade, a little aggressive, and I was like, "Listen, man, I'm in a disrespect, but with the gratata, but like, <laughs> yeah, you referenced the gratata again. It was my way of saying goodbye, sir. Oh, it's perfect. You got to uh, do a callback yeah. on the gratata. So I'm gonna go back in on Friday and see what the fuck is up with my check. Oh my goodness. Well, that's what's fresh with Anthony. Tell us, take us through your hopefully less uh, financially shipwrecked uh, last week, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> For those not aware, Mike is apparently on the podcast too. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> damn, Mike, Michael, what's new with you? <laughs> um, so last night was the the XL Public House comedy show that been putting on for about nine months now the show that i've seen so many videos of that i could not kick myself harder for not being able to make it to i've seen videos of the same everywhere popping up on everybody's everybody's instagram everybody's yeah YouTube, it was cool saying, to see everybody yeah i've been trying to throw out some hashtags so everybody can post on there and and follow those 
Um, what was the big standout, man? Because I heard insane things. What was the big standout? Um, so we had a uh, headliner, Malcolm Hatchett, come from L.A. and perform last night, which Ooh, was... Malcolm Hatchett from uh, Kill Tony fame yeah, on YouTube? Yeah, Kill Tony, man. And, uh, okay, listeners, if you haven't seen this guy, look him up. Or, like, take a quick break. Yeah, go to YouTube, up. Malcolm oh, Hatchett. Goodness, he's hilarious. He was at XL and Salinas last night. So was a guy from... Uh, from San Jose, San Francisco area. His name's Joe Bagley. He performs. Oh, in, uh, he's actually been hosting at the San Jose Improv recently. I've seen some really of his stuff too, guy. man. God dang, you had some killers in there. Yeah. This and is in El Gordo and Yeah. Oh, they were super cool, though. See, I've yeah. been to that spot. Super that spot cool. is so dope. I can't believe now that there's like all big names coming to yeah, it, Yeah, we set up last night. This is like the new underground scene. Ah, oh, man, it's it's so freaking exciting. Yeah, so it's everybody's been saying like a lot of, uh, you know, with the Salinas Underground podcast, Master for the Rasa, shout out. Uh, shout out those guys. Every, um, every time I hit that spot, area. every time I hit that spot, it's kill. And everybody on it is like just clamoring to get back. I know Amix always excited to get on the spot. But man, that place is killing. I cannot believe that you got freaking Malcolm Hatchet. Yeah. And Jill Vick. And didn't uh, Selena's Underground also uh, do a show? Like they did a Yeah, I was saying they were doing a podcast I episode. Saw, I saw some. Uh, I saw during the show. There. And there was a band playing, The Dangerous, were playing after we got done. So it was like a whole event on uh, XL on Saturday. Those that were out there were probably yeah, having was, a great time. It was I popping know, off. It was yeah. popping off. It was, uh, it was just fun to be out out and put on another show you know been putting that together for uh you know kind of a long time now we kind of have a routine going and it's been fun to just have like a headliner for the first time dude since we started it's always been fun to be a part of the show it's been a couple months since i've been there but man i was so kicking myself for missing that one because i usually met every single show yes, but indeed. what sounds even more epic than headliners from la and live bands and live podcasts at one of the best venues in the bay area me telling jokes at a pizza parlor. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say how yeah, was you know dude. Cameron was Cameron didn't make it to Excel, but he had a mm-hmm. he had a great mm-hmm. weekend as well. Yeah, you know, I cannot freaking believe I've never like done jokes at like any kind of like like large restaurant before, where like it seats more than a hundred. You know, like a big restaurant, and uh, so this is my first time. I got invited by El Gordo to go out and do a show there, and man, okay, so the place filled out. I had no idea it was gonna be like this scale. They had set up a really nice booth. They had an insane DJ setup and like a really good special, but it was like it's kind of a pricey show. And like it was I wasn't expecting them to put me on like this scale and this like caliber of a show at a pizza place. And it didn't even feel like a pizza place when I walked in. Uh, but the pizza was delicious. Um so it kind of felt like a pizza place. Was it like but slices of pizza? There was all kinds of stuff. They were serving whole pizzas and I saw people at points eating slices. So there was variations. It was incredible. But uh dude, okay, so I walk in and like Ninety percent of the crowd was primarily Spanish speakers, oh. which, <laughs> which was amazing. Like oh, wow. <laughs> I, 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 oh, dude, it was hilarious. It was such a fun show, though. But amazingly, everybody followed pretty much everything I said, and um, I did a little bit in Spanish for the crowd to try and tease it back and, and play it back. Let's hear some Spanish. Okay, so at first I got to make sure everybody's able to speak. So I was like, "Su habla español aquí," and everybody's like, "Oh, sí, like, oh, sí, yeah. sí, sí," and I'm like, uh, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> nice so, one dude no i have a i have a joke and the the punchline of the joke is i say in like a kind of like a semi-sexual way like oh shit and uh, i did that joke and it didn't land and i was like in my head thinking ah, i should have said highway if i'd have just said highway <laughs> that joke would have fucking murdered but uh no other than that the whole entire show was fantastic everybody's laughing their butts off and I got mad props from everybody there. And I got to got to freaking showcase 
some new material, but also some really freaking solid material, well-paced, good laughs, and good reactions. It was a blast, man. Uh, and, like, once again, the pizza was delicious. How hard was your dick when you got off stage? Uh, full erection, still not visible. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. It was, it was, uh, it was mild at best. Uh, I can't get aroused anymore. But that's okay, because we got an exciting episode here. It's probably oh, going to yeah, be going. Do. Oh, my goodness. So, look. We've got a couple of things we need to talk about, but we always love doing like epic scumbags and biggest scumbags, and we just kind of play into the theme because, like, we're kind of hoping that some of those biggest scumbags might contact and want to be on the show at some point. So everyone's want to be able to call people out, and today we're doing a little call out to the biggest scumbags, Anthony. Who, what, what's the area to start? How do we focus? Where do we narrow it down? Where do we get our focus kind of set? You know what I'm we're trying to hit every industry, and mm-hmm. I think it's only right that scumbags. we start with A, right? Letter A. Aardvarks. Is that an industry? Um, no, but the automotive so, industry. Animal right, Cameron. But see, that's an A. That's an. You want to do animal rights? You want you want to do animal rights episode? How many animal rights scumbags are there? Oh, all of them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's not all. That's not I just saw this video the other I'm day of animals, an abandoned aquarium. It scared the shit out of me, dude. Abandoned aquarium? It was like what, straight like out of aquarium? a horror movie. Like house aquarium or like no? Big this aquarium. guy's like walking through it dark. And he shines the light through a tank, and you see, like, a shark. Oh. And you're just, like... And it's dark, and you don't know if it's sealed. And the tank is, like, green, and you're just... It's, like, out of a horror movie, dude. I'm telling you. Like, it gave me chills. I was like, this is real? That's literal scum. Mm -hmm. You could bag some of it up. Yeah. So whoever abandoned that aquarium, those people are fucked up, dude. Because I know there was probably, like... That's a desperate situation that probably needed a bunch of money to that be handled. And yeah, like your, your aquarium is closing scraping. down. But that's, that's the scariest. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's the scariest thing you could think of. Walking through an t- aquarium with dark tanks. Like, I'm getting, like, right now, Dude, I just I, jumped I, I, at no, something. Hell no. I'd go exploring in there. We're going to do a quick audio adjustment. I'm going to go see if I can get some, like, shark teeth and sell it to some beach bums. Mm. Yeah, they love wearing those necklaces. Oh, they love it. They, they wear bracelets, the whole thing. They'll put them in their hair. But that's the biggest currency to beach bums. Um, what's some other stuff that people take away from animals? Um, do people still hunt whales? Yeah, they do. Dude. They still they for like the do. oil and the do fat. You remember that shit? guy who was the whale hunter? Hunter, uh, Captain Ahab. No, this dude literally was like a billionaire. Dick, right? He was like yeah. some like millionaire heritage <laughs> trust fund kid. There was like a trust fund millionaire who freaking got all his dad's money, built a giant boat, and used it to go stop whale hunters. He would like go use water cannons to shoot Channel? people. Yeah, they had a show. Fuck off, really? For reals, they would like, and then they started hiring like actual like armed security to stop him. And like he had to stop because like they they hijacked his boat and stuff one time. Like he got crazy, dude. That guy's a reverse scumbag. Can we take a can we take a break from the scumbags for a second and say, hey, the rich dude who spent all his money fighting whale pirates was a boss and the absolute anti scumbag of all time. There's this American guy that like he just decided he wanted to go help out the rebels in, in like Syria. And he, he started just posting, kind of like, videos of him, like, with, like, rifles and shit, like, Oh, shooting. he was doing it for Instagram. Fans. Hell yeah, dude. I would. Like, if, I, if I was, like, I'm going to go fucking help some rebels out, I'm going to put it on the gram. I feel like that would be the last thing on your mind if you get to the point well, where going to who's going to stop you? You're in fucking Syria. Like, <laughs> Hey, bro. That's pretty rude, man. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Would you ever go to Syria? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I got invited to do uh, some shows out in Syria. Really? Yeah, on the Gaza Strip. They said it's the bomb. <sighs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, you, you meant for real, though. No, yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I don't speak that language. Good Lord. I don't know what language they speak in Syria. Um, Syrian. Is it really? I don't know. I know people who speak a Syrian. I don't think it's the same thing. <laughs> Maybe they just speak like Pakistan. Syrian. <laughs> what do they speak? You should look it up right now. Wait, oh, yeah, I have a computer. I'll tell you what, you guys feel space. Pull it up, I'll look Cameron. Up what, happens. <laughs> what do you think is the worst uh, Middle Eastern country? Do you, do you well, like... they speak Arabic, of course. Oh, yeah. That's what I kind of My dad uh, speaks some Arabic. I think far, uh, Tushin Turi, like Halim Tushin Turi or something like that is like, how are you doing, I think? Or it's like nighttime is bad. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, wait, what do you think is the worst uh, Middle Eastern country? I love going to... Okay, so I have friends from Iran, and despite like the toil from like America-impressed like government issues, like, really the people and the culture is beautiful, man. Honestly, like Persian culture, it's rich. It's like a huge depth oh, I'm sure like the suburban areas and like the suburban Iran. Like, big cities <laughs> and like places that are like, you know, we, we, we don't wear sandals everywhere. Mm. I still want to go to Dubai. I, I was going to say, isn't Dubai like sick as fuck? Dude, they're super rich. It's very, yeah. isn't, is that the one that's super Muslim? That's the though? one that's the super Muslim and, and like crazy super buildings rich. It's where all stuff. the oil money Yeah, stays. I really want to go there, but I'm so terrified to go there because I feel like I'm going to offend or do something that's against like the Muslim religion. Yeah, They're going to look go at you there. like you're scum. Yeah, yeah, that too. I also, I've heard some freaking terrifying stories from Filipinos. They say very scary things. A lot of them go over there as like expats and will work because the wages are insane. And uh, so they'll go over there and be like the service people. And man, they got some horror stories. By the time I was in the Philippines, I was so terrified I never wanted to go again. And like it's worn off because I haven't talked to those people recently. But they were they they had me terrified. Like I think it's scarier as a Filipino to travel there. But man, they had me scared, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I almost shared on the air, but man, some dark stuff. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biggest scumbags. Uh, people treating Filipinos bad in uh, Dubai. Put them on the list. Um, what's your favorite? Who's your favorite um, fascist dictator? Oh, Mussolini. If we're talking about birthmarks, <laughs> really not Stalin. No man. Here's the thing. Stalin's like, was like the most poetic. I think Stalin's it was the sleeper horrible. though. Here's what I hate about him. He did so much damage and kind of like got away with it. He's like, hey, because uh, Hitler <laughs> don't mind writing me down on the history books. It's not like I'm trying to do any Stalin here. <laughs> and it's like, oh, good one. Hey, wait, isn't he a murderer? <laughs> like he like slipped by while Hitler took all the all the hit. He really did, and he killed more people. He's he's responsible for more deaths. Yeah, and the Chinese guy who did the same thing, uh, Pol Pot. Yeah, Pol, wait, Pol Pot was uh, Cambodia. Cambodia. Uh, yeah, he was influenced by the Chinese. Fuck, I think, who though. was it? Uh, like Mang or... Chairman Mao. Mao. Mao Zedong. Mao. Mao Zedong, yeah. yeah. Dude got down in hey, Asia. It, it, oh. it was popping off hey, like can we call him big, biggest Asian scumbag? Can we call Mao Zedong the guy? Honestly? Is that bad? Is that like, bad to do? I don't know I wouldn't just because I don't want to offend China. I don't want to make Chinese people mad. I don't so want to make nice. China the enemy of Chinese about, people are so nice and they tip the best. They so tip the really biggest scumbag of all time. Genghis Khan? Genghis Khan. No, Genghis Khan was a fucking pimp, dude. He did murder more people than anybody, though. And yeah. raped more people than Look anybody. Look at the time and he was in. Everybody was killing everybody. Nah, a lot of places just he lived just peacefully did it at the best. He went across all like people had borders. There was like separate countries and stuff, and they're like, "Hey, we're not gonna go over there. You're not gonna go yeah. over here." Uh, okay, and he Genghis was like, Guess Khan where I'm going everywhere, and I'm bringing my huge Mongolian dick, and he just went raping through the mountains. Okay, yeah. Genghis Khan, Subutu. Do you know about Subutu? Hey, what Anthony, the fuck think is about Subutu? this. Think about this, Anthony. I need to There's educate you about Temujin. People. Do you know who Temujin is? I I don't know. No, what the fuck is Temujin? Temujin is Genghis Khan. You know. 
There is no. Is that his like real name That's or something? Okay, Timujin. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. There's a story. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dinosaurs. There's they don't story know the bones. They just stayed in the ground. Violence was not as in his like that was not the first thing that came to his mind. He always wanted to do peaceful resolution no, for that no that's where you're very wrong so his son and subutu went out and conquered like what was persian and all that stuff and they went up into like uh like russia and stuff like that too and here was what they were famous for they would let people surrender and as soon as they surrendered they would just kill everybody they're like this is really easy now bang 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 and they would promise this over and over again surrender will let you go and as soon as they would go they would start killing them and massacring them they're but famous for this. Have you not seen Bill and Ted's like excellent adventure? You're right. I forgot. Never mind. Genghis Khan is such a, a lovable guy. He was guy. like a short little sword dancer. And also, I think I saw him in the Bruce Lee movie. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> so uh, when Genghis Khan was alive, right? Yeah, we need to get into this. Other people were just living yeah. in peace. I wouldn't he, say peace. There, there wasn't peace, but there was not as much. They were just living together. There was yeah. a lot of death areas. around. In villages, Not nearly as much. and they were just surviving and living, right? And there was love, and there was there was peace among well, the I mean, community. I'm sure there was love in Genghis Khan's. Okay, camp. right? There was love and peace among the community. Uh, both guess, communities. Can I finish? And then guess who comes along and just kills all of them? Genghis Khan. It's Genghis Khan. I mean, if you were Genghis Khan, would you continue to kill people? Yeah, you would, right? But I mean, when you just show up to a village and you're not like Dude, he's part of that got village, it like that. And you're not part of that village and then you just go and you like, I want this kill village. Everyone in the village? Here's crazy, he would save a lot of the Christians though. So I'm a little bit biased. Like me and Genghis Khan would have been down. I'd be like, dude, praise God. Yeah, praise he'd been praise like, the I'd be like, Lord, right? Do all that stuff. He'd been so down with me in a heartbeat. So me and Genghis Khan get down. So yeah, I wouldn't call him scumbag. He's a big scumbag. I wouldn't they call him raped scumbag. so many people. He raped them? Are they? He. And also, his guys had full warrant to kill and rape whoever okay. they wanted. That I, was you know, back then, it was, that was what people did. Not everybody. Like the Romans did. The Romans, the Romans did that a lot. I feel like you're trying to justify Genghis Khan. Right? I'm not justifying Genghis Khan. I'm contextualizing Genghis Khan. Contextualizing? Nobody like was that murdering half the I feel world. like I just contextualized Genghis yeah. Khan by describing a village yeah. in which they were living. And, and I he comes I along contextualize and destroys the village. the history that he's in. The world that he lives in. Not us. Not us in Marina, California. Imagine this. The year before Genghis Khan started killing everybody, like 2,000, 20,000 people died a year. Uh, once Genghis Khan started killing people, like 150,000 people started dying a year just from wars, just in like Asia and like Eastern Europe. People are just dying for like no reason. 10 to 20 times People are more still deaths. dying for no reason. No, no, but the scale There was probably was like somebody sitting at a campfire more. making like a nice piece of meat for themselves mm. and then all of a sudden dead. they're dead. Yeah. Mongolian that dead. That probably could have sure. been you. And Why you are you out? I wouldn't like, be out there by bro, myself Genghis cooking Khan, meat. Bro, Genghis Khan, bro. He hold wasn't he was a total scumbag. Oh, hold on. I want to paint a little picture because you're really not getting this. Picture a nice, breezy field in Mongolia somewhere, okay? You just killed this deer and you got this juicy <laughs> leg cut saying, off. Dude. And you're like, this looks so good. I just want to eat me some of this leg. Thing, you hang it up real quick. Small fire. No one's going to see it. You start cooking it up. Ooh, it starts smelling good. Dead. Dead. Okay, see, first off, I wouldn't be alone. And guess what boys happens to the me. deer that you were rotisserie? The people that killed you it. eat it and they I'm, rape I'm, your I'm, wife. I'm. Well, if they would, I, okay. That's because you're not First alone. First off, I wouldn't be married. Anthony doesn't want to die alone. Anthony's like, well, Genghis Khan brought out all that bad. Enjoy a nice deer oh, leg bad, on dude. the hill. Hell no, I got to take as many people dead. with me as I can. Whole village dead. They didn't eat your village, dude. They would eat some of the people. They went all the way savage. Yeah, it was a savage time back then. That's just how you had to be. You didn't even know his name. Or you could have. What the fuck? 
<laughs> I know the context. I'm eating Tim. I like, know the context. You know what Gaines I just Tom could have done in his whole life? He could have lived, and he could have ate food, and he could have Yeah, but then out, he wouldn't he be Genghis Khan. He definitely needed to jerk off more. With how much he was raping, oh, he there's was, no chance he was jerking off drive. enough. There's no chance. He wasn't even sleeping enough. I know he wasn't Listen, jerking if, off enough. If Genghis Khan wasn't Genghis Khan, then it'd be somebody else. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it was, probably wouldn't be as successful. His dad tried, I think, or something like that. But like Alexander the Great, responsible kinda. for a whole lot of death. Macedonian battle tactics, dudes. Talk it about worked. That elite guard. Talk about Nobody it. fucked with Protect them, dude. The flank. Yeah, okay, we got way out of topic now. Fuck. We're just going through history okay. now. Let's talk about some something besides something you learned about in school. Let's talk about something you might learn after school. Let's talk about the worst thing you can do for your child after they get out of school. Um, if you're a beauty pageant parent. I uh, you found it, bang! I hate you. You found it, bang! Um, yeah, that is. How many like self esteem issues can you design in one event? Do, like, do you know how much pressure is on those yeah. fucking children to like smile bigger, honey? Smile perform? Bigger. No, I'm not. You're not, you're not eating tonight because you're not smiling enough, honey. <laughs> like crazy. I've is heard that crazy arm stuff. hair? Oh no, we can't have that. Oh my gosh, dude! I mean, yeah, they look amazing. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> You got to put up a dollar in the pedophile jar. <laughs> there is no pedophile jar. That was a joke. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no. Beauty pageants, if you take your daughter there, please know, like, no matter how pretty you think she feels and all that stuff like that, you're, you're designing in some... You know like, who else? Uh, dance Moms. Issues. Uh, have you seen well, that show? Were, oh, I haven't seen the show. Oh, there's, like, a whole fucking moms. A&E thing about that. I met some girls oh, yeah, who were dancers, and, like, they, there's a professional There's thing. one that's, yeah, like... They weren't, like, exotic dancers. Like, they... Not that that's not a profession you could do. That's totally professional. That's Some would say too professional. I don't know. Yeah, they're excellent yeah. dancers, but, like... Yeah. Fuck, that's a lot for a kid. I don't know, but see, like, here's where I draw the line. Like, if your kid can get physically injured or it's definitely going to make them a prostitute later in life, you should probably avoid it. So child actor and football player, eh. done. Eh. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Like, some people try and find, like, some, like, sort of physical thing to protect them, make a kid tougher like that, like some alternative to, like, sports. Yeah, that's what happened to me. What'd you do? Uh, played football. Oh, shoot. I got forced into it, dude. I didn't know the sport at all. My parents dropped me off on my first day of practice and were like, good luck. Holy crap, what did the coach do with you? Yeah, I told him, I don't know how to play this game, dude. <laughs> you brought a tennis racket. Like, 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 um, here, just follow this kid around. <laughs> and I followed him around all day. What was the kid's position? Do you remember? Um, I think he was like a receiver. And I was just he was running out in the field. I, like, you know, like you can't have two receivers, like, you know, one in front of the up, other. Yeah. But like, that's just that's what, what was going did. on. I was tired by the end because I wasn't trying to be a receiver. What good thing you weren't like trying to be a second quarterback. You're like jumping and catching <laughs> the ball. <laughs> they try and hand it off. <laughs> Did you play anything like sports or anything like that? Like when you were a kid growing up? Like, yeah, dude. What were you in? What were I you played. In? Well, growing up, I played like baseball, basketball, football. Those are all good sports. Uh, what position are you in football? In, the head? in football, I was offensive and defensive line Ooh. in high school. Smash and I was like, I was the long snapper. I, I already know varsity. that I would have fucking dominated him. Oh, I, I can't. Played. Oh, I would have loved dude. to see you go from wide receiver to O line. Oh no, no, I played just football. because I was you... a fucking lineman, dude. You did. Okay, I was left tackle, man. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for these. We need what? to do a whole sports decathlon thing with you guys. I don't think you, yeah, I don't think you would be able to dominate me. I would <laughs> definitely dominate you, sir. 
I can't wait to see. Honestly, here's the thing. You see all these sports. <laughs> let's go find some pads and put some Dude, pads let's go to Goodwill say, and get some these... pads. And like... <laughs> you see all these sports things, and I'm like, okay, cool. But I want to see something that would actually be a close competition. I want to see you guys like eat hot dogs or something. Like that, I think, could be a little bit more aggressive. A little more in line with your ass. <laughs> honestly, yeah, he probably could slide those fucking dogs down his throat. Oh, okay. So yeah, that was the joke. <laughs> like the obvious I joke. Stepped in, I stepped in the, the obvious one. fucking <laughs> joke. Good one. I just tried not to fuck it up. Oh, Jeez. my gosh. So I'll say this. Like, if you're going to try and toughen your kid up, you want him to be strong, you want him to be, you know, getting physical activity. Here's one thing you don't want to do unless you're trying to be an absolute scumbag parent. Do not enroll your child in Aikido. But Cameron, what's Aikido? Yeah, what's Aikido? Steven Seagal's ponytail, that's Aikido. What? Steven Seagal's ponytail and his sex charges, I think, sum up Aikido. It's it's fake martial arts. Oh, did he invent it? No, but he's the master of it. He's like the current like highest rank Aikido guy around. And he's he's like here it goes from like black belt to triple black belt to like super Dan black belt. Literally they like Dan, like third Dan, fifth Dan. He's like a fifteenth Dan super Aikido master. <laughs> no Joan Day Warrior. Are there videos of him? They, like... Oh boy. Okay, I'm not gonna turn the volume on, but dear God, if you haven't seen Is Steven Seagal. Now here's the thing. If you wanna see a two hundred and fifty pound man full willingly let a four hundred pound man cough him into a front flip, you will be seeing exactly that. Because uh, that's what he does. He's like so overweight, even like two geese wrapped around him don't fit. He's wearing like a Shaq's bed, <laughs> freaking like bed sheet, and he's tied around him. And he's like, Here's what you want to do. This guy over here, come over here. Go here. Yeah, I'm Steve Seagal. Yeah. And the guy goes, Ah, flies. He flicks his wrist. The guy jumps over him like 10 feet. And he's the best at it. And like, I've seen videos of these guys actually trying to go do mixed martial arts fights because they're so convinced. Like, Steven Seagal has so sold it into their head that they can hijack a train with a keto that they're like, an MMA fight will be nothing. And they go in there and they get beat mercilessly because they've never actually taken a punch. Can you show us the video? Yeah, okay. Here we go. Who do you think Steven would win in a fight, uh, Steven Seagal or David Hasselhoff? Uh, David Hasselhoff. I'm talking cheeseburger, oh. David Hasselhoff. Cheeseburger David Hasselhoff? He's drunk. He's got no limits. You see what he did in front of his kids? You think he's going <laughs> to pull back on Steven Seagal? <laughs> For crying out loud. That guy hangs out with Germans, okay? He's going to do some Mangala experiment in freaking yeah, Steven Seagal's face. Germany. I feel like I have a better who would win in a fight scenario. Okay, let's Shout do it. it Line it up. Uh, Mel Gibson versus Russell Crowe. I think Russell Crowe takes it. Only because he's a little bit younger, I think. And the oh, media Mel Gibson had stem cells. And he's very openly, I think. No, I'm talking all. like Mel Gibson in Mad Max. Mel Gibson. No, like Mel Gibson Braveheart versus Russell Crowe Gladiator. Okay. So, well, this is a video. That well, we're I've not seen showing. the Steven Seagal stuff. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god! If you want to know how to Indian burn someone's wrist into them completely giving up their man card, this is exactly how you do it. He is overweight. And this guy is so good at laying down. Like, he's like, listen, I need somebody for my demonstration. Who's the best at laying down? This guy was like, sir, I brought a pillow. He's like, you're good. You're perfect. With no sound, it just looks like Steven Skull is like. <laughs> okay, that's enough of the video. <laughs> that's a keto. What's, What's happening? Keto? It's good if your opponent likes to cartwheel. 
if they are like so into cartwheels that they'll do them constantly during a fight, your your aikido is gonna work flawlessly. Why your aikido will fail on the street is the video up next. Oh, no, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> it gets dark. It gets dark That's fast. Funny. It sounds like a good party trick. Uh, it's very good if you want your ponytail pulled harder than you want it. That's it's all good for getting slapped and like having kick me signs thrown on your back. Do you think Sebastian would like that? Sebastian they were has just a dancing aikido belt. I assure you, <laughs> Sebastian's walls are lined with aikido trophies and little mini. Portraits signed of Steven Seagal that he bought on I would eBay. Guarantee. It. I feel like Aikido is just finding a really good partner that will like flip for you. It's like a dance. It's yeah. like a dance. It's essentially, like a professional wrestling. They, they use it for theater arts. It's, it's like the big move they do in a lot of theater theatrical fight scenes. Is the people you know grabbing their wrists or like and movie fight scenes? Yeah, yeah. That's that what Steven Seagal was in. It's exactly. It's so it's, theatrical. This is the art of like movie fighting. It's so theatrical. I love it. I, I've so like wanted to see a, a keto guy fight in the UFC, but they can't make it up anywhere in the ranking. Like they can't even start to like win a fight. Like they lose if the fight. Somebody won first a fight. UFC fight using aikido would be the craziest thing. Can you imagine? Biggest boss of all time. Although some guy like they do some wrist lock stuff that's kind of aikido ish. Sometimes that does work. There's people who give it on that. Hey, what if CM Punk actually wins a UFC fight? That's happened actually. Has it? He won. Yeah, he's won a fight. Was it a decision? I don't remember. Damn. Are you trying to make fight references when you know nothing about fighting? I, I know that CM Punk tried. Who's the biggest, <laughs> <laughs> Who's the biggest scumbag fighter? Uh, probably CM Punk. But I like CM Punk. Oh, dang, really? I gotta say Vanderlei Silva. Vanderlei? He was trying to kill people. He's an icon. He was like trying to hurt people as bad as possible. He didn't even want to fight okay, for the everyone art. Everyone did that back in the Pride yeah, days. Yeah, he's so like, cool, you know, They too. were fucking probably all roided up and shit. He's so cool, too. I can't hate him. For and he's long. got that beef with like uh, Chael Sonnen. And he sacrificed his face for the art. So, I mean, yeah, I, gotta, I gotta give him. He sacrificed like two oh, faces Oh, what about worth. that time that uh, Dana up. White said that um, fucking Chris Cyborg looks like Vanderlei Silva in a dress? That's some fucking savagery. I love Cyborg to death. I like everything about it. She's too awesome. <laughs> but, man, I just, I I totally agree. We've now gone way oh. off topic. We're talking about. Oh, I got a scenario for you guys. You're in a bedroom. No windows. One door. Chris Cyborg steps in, shuts the door behind her and locks it. And she says, you gonna have sex with me tonight. I guess I'm getting raped. Then. You are getting raped by Chris Cyborg is the only answer Good that Lord. you could come up with. Mike, what's your first, what's your, <laughs> what what's your, what's your go-to fuck? thing? Are you going to try and like resist a little bit and then like try and distract her? Or are you just going to go straight to the position you want to be in and just try and at least have a, a fun with it? Would you accept it? Yeah, what are you doing? Michael, I want to talk to you. I don't know, you. man. That's a tough situation to be in. You really big, man. It's I would. You really big. Because, like, she can submit me no matter what I do, I bet. I'm really and, strong. Uh, <laughs> I try to break your penis. Like, I probably have, like, a little <laughs> bit more strength, but not, like, enough to do she's anything about it. She doesn't have strength to, not, to stop me from breaking your penis. She's definitely, <laughs> definitely going to submit me and just, like, make it bad. <laughs> Here's what I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to be in her triangle. Oh, man, that's... I don't want to be in that angle, so I'm just going to give her a leg. I'm like, take that, and just give the leg up right away, and just let her do what she wants down here, and I'm just going to close my eyes and cover my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd probably squirm a lot. I'm going to choke myself out so I don't remember it. 
It just depends. She'd on probably like, choke you out. I wouldn't get to it in time. No, no sleep. No you. sleep for you. <laughs> I think what I would try and do, and hopefully it would work. And I don't think it would. I'm just saying this is the best case. If you're in ever this scenario, this is what you can try and do. If you're trying to sleep with a female UFC fighter that's trying to like just submit you. It's just try to be like charming and appeal to her feminine side and hopefully like get her to be like yeah, playful I, and I, just have I mean, good like, sex with her and be like I don't know. You don't want the Vanderlei side. Uh, <laughs> Cyborg's so got a huge I would dick. Say, like, I, sh- I would try to like maybe like try to reason. Yeah, maybe try it's to like, like hey, we don't have to, we don't have to go this way. Yeah. Maybe try to Do like, you like uh, poetry? What if she's just yeah, like, like I don't know. stupid song? What if I she's sh- just like not I trying really to hear need it? A man. <laughs> like you start massaging or something and just try to make her more. Start like, with the foot rub, try to put her to yeah, sleep. Yeah, like oh, cyborg, you've been on these puppers all day. On some like European gigolo type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe just uh, that's not that strategy actually. In fact, that's my new go-to if this happens. The foot massage. I've moved over from the bend over and pull my pants down camp. <laughs> hey, watch out, dude! Tony Rocky Horror got thrown off a three-story building onto a fucking greenhouse for giving the wrong woman a foot massage what yeah what is this that's i did you not understand no, it no, no. What, what was the reference oh Tony? pulp fiction oh pulp fiction oh okay yeah Tony I, haven't Rocky Horror. So I haven't seen it so long man that was off on me i'm sorry i feel bad shout I, out to anyone who got that i know uh django unchanged and i know uh oh jamie fox's balls and glorious Inglorious Bastards. I made a bingo. <laughs> I know some of those. Are, I, I have. I need to go back and see the old ones. Oh, you know that scene where uh, she gets choked out in Inglorious Bastards. Oh, I love it. That it's was Quentin so Tarantino's hands. No way. That's yeah, creepy. For now. real. That's less cool. For real. <laughs> that made. I'm glad they didn't tell that in the movie. Can you imagine if he was just laughing at that scene? He's like, <laughs> oh, he probably was like had like a look of extreme sexual satisfaction. You're choking real good. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. He was probably like, all the way into it. All the way into her too. Goodness. Yeah. No, that was Harvey Weinstein. He was Harvey Weinstein in him. I hope not. He doesn't seem like that. No, type. he he really denounced Harvey. Out. You know, he I'm did the right good. thing. I'm good. I hope he's not like that. He's one of my favorite directors. He doesn't. It doesn't seem like he's like that. It wouldn't be out of character either though. he's so I know weird. especially hanging around Harvey that and he's long. so like even with women like he doesn't like put women on a pedestal either he like puts them on an even kill like women can be hit in his movies they can like curse and swear they can be they don't they don't play the have archetypes. you seen the trailer for his next movie no the oh old, dude Hollywood it, one or yeah actually, I it's the Charles yet. Manson yeah where he's fighting Bruce Lee in the scene and dude it looks so fucking good it's like, gonna be amazing it's and gonna be Brad so. Pitt and Leo DeCapish shout oh out God. once upon a time in Hollywood real quick shout out Brad Pitt yeah shout out Quentin Tarantino Shout out Brad Pitt again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's our episode. I mean, honestly, there was no theme here really, but I think we had a good time. But I got to know, what's the takeaways, guy? What do you got? Anthony, um, hit me. I have an interview tomorrow at 9 a.m. Hasla. That's right. Hey. Daddy. Baby, I got your money. He's got that. Got your money. He's got that. Lots of paper. Uh, takeaways that we had a, a great weekend it seems the three of us um, we all did shows we're all part of comedy stuff great and, success <laughs> and that uh, you know we decided to talk about some some kind of scumbag people that are out there just uh, existing and doing some scumbag things so just try to not be those people and do good things <laughs> And if a UFC fighter female tries to submit you in the bedroom, try to appeal to her feminine side and win her over.
uh, massage her feet, read her poetry, yeah, and try to get exactly. her to sleep. Just try and get her to fall asleep. Yeah. She's tired. Candles I'm not are- saying that she doesn't have a feminine side. I just want to clarify that right now. She's She is a woman, and I just want to say that she can also beat the fuck out of me, but I want to make sure that I at least appeal to the side that is nice and likes to make cookies and stuff like that. Why do you attribute making cookies to the feminine side, Michael? Um, are you a sexist? Every good Such cookie that I've ever had in my life has been made by a woman, and that's a fact. I don't know. I made him never. I made him a cookie. Make me some cookies that prove me wrong. He cried. He cried. I probably make better cookies than you. What do you? Why? What do you? Okay, I can. No, you can't. Yeah, I can. You can't. Let's see it. These cookies competitions are getting too vague now. We have to somehow rein it in. I will make the cookie that like dominates your. I knew it was gonna be an eating competition. We should have like a. Should put my money on. We should have like a decathlon. Why was I backing away from cookies? It's like ten different events, like in Billy Madison. <laughs> we'll make cookies. Down. We'll play basketball. Scumbag we'll decathlon. We can think of an order where you guys get so jacked up on glycerin that you guys go crazy on the court. I am so down to see this. <laughs> this would be good. Well, I'd say that my takeaway is probably that uh, not enough people know how terrible Aikido and Steven Seagal are. So that should be something that we uh, kind of promote more on the show. Uh, also, yeah, great success on the shows, everybody. Super happy for that. I'll beat the fuck out of Steven Seagal. That's a great them out right now. That's a great Come call find sign. Find me, Steven Seagal. Beat your ass. That should be your call sign. Honestly, <laughs> we should have that as just keep it posted. Keep that av- invitation out Fuck there. Fuck Steven Seagal. <laughs> I'll beat his ass. He's a bitch. You hear that shit, Steven? I don't care if he hears this at all. He can come find me, dude. Well, Steven Seagal's gonna show up with a gun. I can't wait. <laughs> Send your location. We on the way to pull up. Yeah. Show up to my comedy session. I can beat your ass in front of everybody. <laughs> uh, keep sucking them dicks. Bye-bye now. Mojo, take it easy.